0: Everyone, welcome to episode four of New World Order. Today we discuss mass emotional emptiness and why it feels like America is turning into one big primal jungle. And you, that, that gut feeling that we all have is not wrong. There is a very good reason for it. And today we seek to explain why. So this is a bit of a, of a very specific and, and well-constructed theory that we will go full circle on, so stick with me. So we will begin by making an interesting distinction about problems and the nature of them. People have individual stresses and problems in their own lives, right? But sometimes when an entire society is struggling with the same problem, it's usually a practice of the entire society. When there's a mass effect, there's a mass cause. And when there's an individual effect, there usually is an individual cause. So if you're privately experiencing sadness, that's an individual effect stemming from... A relationship, or usually a individual cause, right? We can all agree on that. But when an whole, when an entire society is experiencing sadness, that usually comes from a mass effect. Yes, many one person affects somebody else, it affects somebody else, which creates that. But there are also many other things that uh, that are uniquely, uh, are uniquely attributable. To the masses right it's not just a skill difference but uh, mass problems or mass causes often present their own problems so with that distinction in mind, I want to explore a certain mass cause and effect right I want to explore the purposeless and an emptiness trajectory many people are are fundamentally angry about often in the float of, of of in the flow of day-to-day responsibility, people will intermittently you know take a step back and, and notice where their life is. People will notice where where their life is, and and see, you know, you know, is is my what's going on here? Like, what's the end game? What's the full game? What's the end game? What's going on? That's really what people. That that's 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 what. Every time things get tough, every time, every time money is tighter, every time people work themselves pretty hard that day, they'll they'll take a step back and they'll really think of their the reason why they do things. And oftentimes, when people reach a certain age, the the trajectory doesn't suit their needs anymore, right? The money, the 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 thrill chasing, all these different things are very, uh, very harmful not because it's bad now and not because the big picture doesn't feel right right but because both the long-term plan and the short-term plan are void of any real meaning right this is the fundamental purposeless trajectory that makes people really really angry now this is this is really this is really the fundamental root of of normal of just your your traditional conventional emptiness, right? And this is an epidemic. This is a real emotional epidemic. Just because people aren't dying on the outside, right? People die on the inside every day. And that's that's really what oftentimes without sickness kills people in real life. Um so the coded this this coded demand of existential purpose is essentially unmet, which leaves people angry at the real disparity. That, that exists, right? The time the un, uh, that we have lost at the at the unforgivable hands of time and I messed up, right? I didn't work peacefully. I didn't make a deal at with the hands of time. And now I now I pay the price. Right. So this is what happens. And normally and, and the, normally you'd think that this is an individual problem, right? And this is an inherently individual problem, right? With with individual causes and individual effects, which you are right, but the scale of the emptiness and the scale of the purposeless trajectory has inflated this to a mass problem and a mass with ma- with its own mass causes and effects. Mind you, this is also the importance of social norms. Super important, right? When you make social norms, it's ultra important, super, super important to embed normal to to embed purpose normally when it comes to the cultures when it comes to cultures of of purpose and happiness it's crucial to to make the to, to design the environment in a way it can look however it wants but a, an environment without purpose and connection is an envir- is an empty environment so you ca- it can look the way it wants right it, you can use the resources of your environment to make Things appear visually the way you want them to, etc. But love and connection in their own it, love connection purpose in their own context, in 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 that context, is what makes that context successful, right? So here here is the deal, right? This is this is what's going on, right? That when people say this, what's the key to happiness? This all these you know super popular ideas they really allude to this, they really allude to this problem. This is the problem that's referenced. this is the problem that most that everyone suffers, especially men, especially men. this is the this is the epidemic that we all face. right when, when people choose to when people when people choose magically their their own trajectory, when people think that they want their own freedom, then this is what happens. right People end up well, unless you do it right and accommodate and make sacrifices things don't go well right if if we had unlimited time to develop real ways of meaning and real needs of real ways that we can feel accomplished in the hand, with the hands of time and, and feel like time was used correctly if we had thousand year lifespans if we had thousand year lifespans to the you know and, and we were able to refine our, our ways of life over a thousand years, we would and we'd be successful, and there really wouldn't be this problem. Although we'd probably drag it out, but that's a different story, right? The we don't, right? So that's why religion is so important, or that's why that's why culture, that's why passing down things are so important, because one lifetime is not long enough to develop a real way of life of purpose. It, it's it's passed down, right? That's 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 the meaning. Of Of hereditary religion in, in such a way, right so a possible solution might be as follows: this is not again this is not a a quick fix quick fix that you see on YouTube, those cheesy Instagram quotes those that plain heaping pile of garbage of a a, a loud, massive pile of horseshit all that stuff you read, garbage there are basic rules to life and people need to learn to sacrifice for the benefit and for the benefit of themselves for the benefit of themselves for the, for their future selves and 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 really for their past selves and for their present for all tenses people need to learn how to live and people are scared to venture out past what they know because of just how potentially unthrilling and boring it is So a possible solution might be as follows. So going off the fact that we know that living in purpose and in connection work against the natural decline and and the non-movingness of life. So let me explain that. Life, this is tough to explain, of course, without hand gestures, but life begins, and as life begins, we grow, and when you reach adulthood, it is a constant constant decline it goes from zero i'm sorry it goes from from 100 to you know to 90 to 80 to 70 to 60 and it goes all the way down until we die right life is a constant decline the natural state of life is decline that is an it, it is a tough thing to accept and it is horrifying life is sad it is horrifying it is a constant painful horror show Hopefully you have conflicting evidence. Pray that you have conflicting evidence. But this is a a rough, horrible, horrible, horrible existence. it's, It's a constant state of decline. Without any interference, it is a constant state of decline. Now, people need something to help them. So when they're 20 and things are at 100... People embrace their thrills, and you know they the guys will go out with many with many girls they'll throw out a need for purpose they'll you know they'll they'll just live life as they say and as life progresses, they go from a hundred and their entire being their way of life ages with them, their way of life of Having sex with however many people they prefer, having no sense of purpose, having no reason to wake up, etc will ages with them. it ages like them like spoiled milk. it starts from a hundred in your twenties to your thirties to your forties to your fifties, your fifties right what what happens is uh, is what I, is at least what I see you know I can't really speak to it, but what what if im if I had to guess would be the would be when people look in the mirror and they, and they see, and they see how life has aged them and they see how time and how their, how their pursuits have aged them, how not building off off the day before has ended up giving them, you know, a really bad, a really bad feeling just a feeling of, of loss. Of time, they now have to mourn over. Of pain, they now have to deal with. It sucks. It really does. So, that's what happens. But, you see, the value of purpose and connection is interesting. Because, where in your 20s, you start off at 100 and go down to 0. Connection and purpose work inversely. They work inversely. They work in the opposite fashion. You start off at 100 in your 20s, and when you die, you end up at 0 but when you when you're in your twenties you're to build a real relationship and to build a real sense of purpose, that starts at zero. It doesn't start at a hundred like your age; it starts at zero. You have no sense of purpose you have no relationship but as you age and life declines you and life ages you time also ages the day time and and your pursuits also age like a fine wine, whereas you age like milk. Right? Connection and purpose build off the day before. So while one is one line is going from diagonally from a hundred down to zero on a decline, the same there's a, there's a second line that begins at zero, which is your purpose and connection. Which grows at the same rate just because time just because the way time is, it's just it's linear and it's the same. And you grow you grow up while your your investments have grown up while you grow down. Your investments giving up the thrill giving up the thrill of, of you know having sex with a hundred million women is also and not, and not giving a crap about a sense of purpose or anything like that. Those are sacrifices that are made. And those are what, and and those investments you make now end up helping you in your old age. So they end up, when you build off the day before, it creates an, an incline and counters against, it hedges against the natural decline of life, right? So whereas people who embrace their thrill and no purpose, in their twenties, a hedonic lifestyle. In their twenties, in their hundred, that hedonic lifestyle ages down with them, and once they reach that halfway mark, let's say it's fifty, people say, "Oh shit," you know, and then they just continue on, and it's just a miserable life. But you see, in your youth, right? It when when you're when you're twenty, the entire purpose is essentially to is essentially to inverse or, or and to to really change the goals right now you have now you have something to work against your decline people the, accepting or un, not, not accepting your decline doesn't change the state of decline it's sad but it's it's true it does not change the state of decline you decline no matter what right so you have investments that if you play your cards right and you use your time correctly age against you're aging they age well whereas you age worse so when you're 50 the x meets you have aged down but your assets of purpose and connection your your emotional assets have aged well have aged upwards they've aged well to the point where maybe you and your body and your state are on a decline. But your trajectory and your purpose is on an incline. That's what saves you from a life of sadness and a life of old age. It's not perfect, mind you. There is no perfect solution. It's 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 the only antidote, right? The that's the only way that we can counteract and counteract the the irremovable bitterness and unspeakable horror of life, with a, with you know, with purpose and a connection. That's really the only option. It's not perfect, but it's it's the only antidote. Right, a a purposeful and connection-filled life brings peace, happiness, and emotional wealth and prosperity. Right, the horseshit that you read on Instagram about happy, happiness is garbage, plain garbage. There's also no hierarchy of what advice is valuable and what's not. So garbage is just, it just appearingly, it just appears as equal to as as profound advice from Albert Einstein. So don't ever, you know, refer, of course, to Instagram. Um, it's the the uh, Wikipedia equivalent of the millennial age. So anyway, right these these are assets that age against your aging process right so when you're 50 and and traditionally you you're only on a on a downward spiral but you have no safety net to catch you you've built a safety net when you're 20 right so when that when your decline line and your incline line both both of those lines meet at the center of your life you you peak. You don't go down. You peak. It saves you. They cancel out, right? Uh, of course, you know. I can't. I can't speak to to sixty year olds, but I can. You know, I see from sixty year olds, and and I guess live. I guess seeing it in simulation, you know, could. I don't. I really don't think I'm wrong here. Uh, I think there really is some real truth to this. So anyway, knowing that a life and purpose, living a life and purpose, and living in connection, work against the natural decline of of life. This is something that's crucial, right? So, the 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 idea here is: What can you do today? What can you do this minute? This this is where things get where things sound Instagram-ish, but they really don't. So again, going off that basic premise, right? What can you do today? What can you do this minute? So this is where the jungle, this is where your gut feeling that America is becoming a primal jungle is coming from. I think that when people spend time on activities that engage in human consciousness or the heightened ability to think, it can distract you from both connection and purpose and decline. All three of them. But it's one of the few ways time won't feel wasted in retrospect. Right? For for a simple measure, Think of any, activity, think of any uh, activities animals or any creature without a consciousness cannot do. Any, anim, any activities animals or humans share usually don't lead to worthy life. That, that's what I figured out. Right? Namely, eating, sleeping, and mating. That's the nucleus of, of life. That's the nucleus of a hoggish lifestyle. So these three primary functions, these are three primary functions of an animal not to say that we are animals of course right but the idea is essentially live to hunt and hunt to live you the purpose of living is to eat and the purpose of eating is to live right and of course there's reproduction on the side right let's compare right let's compare the schedule and agenda of an animal to a purposeless human but really no let's do it compare let's let's contrast the the schedule the daily schedule and daily agenda of an animal to a purposeless human. you'll find they are quite similar. animals hunt, eat, mate and sleep. purposeless humans in our own context hunt, eat, mate, and sleep. we hunt right we go to a job, we eat, we go to a restaurant, we mate, we mate in our own in our own ways you know, in our own context, and we sleep. There really is no fundamental difference, but just an animal has no guilt an animal doesn't have to contend with per an animal doesn't have to contend with purpose or an, an a pig doesn't have to contend with a midlife crisis or anything of that nature right so we have a we have a, a different we have a different we're different creatures, but we're functioning on the same agenda. that is why people are all fucked that's why the ca- entire country all right unless there is some massive change. we're we're going down the shit can right In, in at least in that sense right so the animal cycle of life is geared around the animal's consciousness not the humans so we all share the common needs we all share common needs like food mating and sleep right that that's just the the it seems to be the the requirements of of creatures from earth right earthly creatures this is what we need food mating and sleep but that's where the human potential continues and the animals stops right that's that's where it's that that's where the discrepancy exists right so think of any activity that your dog cannot do that activity would lend you a good measure into engaging your consciousness that's what's going to humanize you that skill is the practice and the constant use of engaging your consciousness is what's going to humanize you it's going to take it's going to it's going to turn turn out that it turns out that that when you live with an animal's consciousness you live with its emotions as well you you are irritable you're quick to fulfill you have, you have a, a instant anger you're short tempered you're impulsive you're you're very um uh, physically oriented etc right that is you it turns out exactly that when you embrace the animal's consciousness of hunting eating mating, and sleeping those four basic skills or those four basic practices of the animal consciousness you live with its emotions right what does it look like to you it literally looks like a bunch of pigs and human bodies screaming outside it really looks like all these people uh, people are crazy people are beginning to go insane right and this wasn't a problem right this animalistic lifestyle you know people, people people it just creates mild people but with social media and all these other these you know one animal's ability to connect with like the other, however many million animals there are, it creates a real, real problem. Notice how many people, how many, how many people who use their consciousness in the form of skill, in the form of let's say martial arts, playing an instrument, in a form of cooking, right? It calms you. Why does it calm you? It calms you because you're not enga- you're engaging in the human consciousness, not in the animal consciousness you're engaged in a higher pursuit you're engaged with the difference right that's what that's what makes you human right that's where you that's where you can continue the journey past the animal's consciousness into the human domain right that's where that's where the legal that's where the legal system essentially is right the the legal system is a is a very is an inherently human construct because Animals don't have the consciousness to do things like that, right so notice by the way, right you notice all the people who you know with all the respect to the protesters, all the protesters that are screaming and 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 looting and going crazy and all these different things, notice that they do not have they don't act human there is this they they do not engage with the human consciousness they engage in the animal consciousness they hunt eat, mate, and sleep, right? They exercise their anger. They exercise hatred. They exercise sadness. They exercise all these different things in the animal form, right? But when you live in the human form, you begin to tap into a higher human only zone of time use, and you'll start to notice a change in energy with time, right? So what can you do this minute is wholeheartedly think about it and, 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 pursue a strictly human uh activity that employs the use of consciousness that is your answer that is your answer right there right because it changes you it really does just like just like just like when you familiarize yourself with your environment you become one of your environment right you're much more flexible than you think Intellectually, emotionally, you're much more flexible than you make yourself out to be, right? So when you start changing yourself and, and humanizing yourself in this manner, people start, the, you, you, you can feel a change in energy, right? You meet anybody, anybody who's a professional in their field, right? You meet anybody, you meet a, a, an established banker even, a, a, cook, a chef, a martial artist, a, 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 a musician, a gardener, but anybody who excels at at the use of human consciousness in whatever domain has an energy, has a peaceful, real energy about them. They have a real, peaceful, there's this very interesting, specific energy you have that you can feel, right? So then, moving on, now that we've established now, now that we've established that people who don't use their human consciousness, either through the form of higher education or or any other thing, turn usually become you know more animalistic, because they don't engage with the human consciousness, but rather engage with the more animal cycle of life. Right now, that we've established that, we can move on to another really interesting thing about status and interest. This is where we go full circle. After understanding that unengaging your humanism reduces your mind an existence to an animal we can explore an idea just like the jungle with 21st century manufacturing most people can afford to own objects that give a consistent belief of status namely let's say an iPhone or let's say a well whatever it is like nice clothing food right all these different things give the give the um, give the illusion that our human human technology and the efficiencies of our technology have developed in a way where it can give everybody a constant belief of status. When we all have phones, when we all hopefully have roofs to live under, when we all have cars, when we all live in big cities, we all have and carry a belief of status, right? When we crystallize those two ideas together, we can answer a lot of social problems. With a society where many people don't engage human consciousness, right? With people, uh, with people with animal consciousnesses, believe it's not a word, is it? Conscious. Yet, yeah, with with people with with human conscious, all believe they are of high status, right? We arrive at a clear conflict of interest. These two states of being create chaos and they create anarchy. When people when people who act like animals also believe they're of status which makes them entitled, this creates anarchy. The the animal part wants to throw over anything that's it's in its way and the status gives them the entitlement to do so. This is what happens when this is what happens when people do not employ and use their consciousness when people don't why do you think i mean a lot of people say like hey you know use your brain like that that's where it comes from man that that's really what it is that is what it comes down to this this conflicting interest is what is going to be the death of traditional beliefs traditional marriage traditional everything everything that we know to be normal is is changing before our eyes because of this? Because be, people uh, people live with animal consciousness, with an animal conscious conscience, and they all believe they are of high status. These are two attributes that that create uh, that create anarchy. People with a consciousness, p- people with an animal consciousness, believe that it, be, they want to throw everything out out of their way. Right? Notice that humans don't like people with with you know civilized sense of being don't whereas with where whereas with people with animal conscious have this 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 constant need to to be anti-authoritative to be rebellious to be on autopilot hatred of authority and to be constantly moving any barrier that's in the way of their own lifestyle right and this is not this is not to this is not pretty much to shit on anybody, you know, who doesn't you know practice a skill or anything like that. This is just trying to to highlight a lot of the a lot of the the the, the loud gut feeling that we all have. Right? So people with an animal consciousness want to overthrow government and their their entitlement that comes from high status also gives them that entitlement to exercise that as well. Right, so it's like a dog who thinks he's a lion. Without engaging in humanism, right, people exhibit animal states of being, and we have a society where every animal believes he's a lion, and does not use his purpose, connection, or mainly humanism to revive himself or herself from it. Right, this turns human society into a jungle. This is what it is. That's your gut feeling. This is what it is. It's explained. But when everyone thinks they're lions there is no order even in our jungle, right? See, even in the real jungle, every animal understands its existence on the hierarchy, on the hierarchy of strength. In the animal kingdom, you have two different things. You have you have, people who accept, you have animals who accept they're an animal, but you see, the difference is that, at least in the jungle, people, uh, people know their sense of status. Even in older times, right, where people didn't have, people didn't have a sense of status. People, they could exercise an animalistic lifestyle, but it was separate. They knew their status. They knew what it cost them. They knew it. They knew it. They know what's going on, right? But now there are two factors that are out of place. You can have always one factor out of place. That's that's what actually I'm figuring out now. You can have one factor out of place. You can either have people... Uh, you can have a lot of people with who have a belief of high status but their humanism keeps them peaceful or you can have a lot of people who are really who, who think that they are who don't exercise human consciousness but they all accept their low status so they they know their place but they don't have, their status you know doesn't tell them to doesn't give them a sense of entitlement to react right but When this sort of yin and yang balance is thrown off course, people end up chaotic. Animal consciousness makes people animals. Then the entitlement that is derived from status is an additional motivator to act and throw away any semblance of order. That's called anarchy. It's a real, real dangerous, dangerous time we live in. And people are trained not to use their consciousness. There are several indicators. I mean, technology, the the, the way we get our inter- the type of entertainment we have. I mean, the, even the type of entertainment that used to exist. You know, in, in Shakespearean times or in in even even two hundred years ago, a hundred years ago. It it used to be. It used to be. It used to have some level of intellectual depth right now you don't really see that you people are with youtube right the, the freedom it has is it gives you the ability to explore what you please and it turns out that people don't really like to think you know when they want to be entertained so you know there there really is a lot here there's a lot to digest here and there's a lot to think about here um if if you would like to see the notes and the script of this podcast just to, just you know, for your own reference, go ahead and email me at the, at the email I'll provide in the description. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate, hopefully, I really appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully I did articulate this correctly. I think I did an okay job. Of course, you can always let me know at the email. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time. Talk soon.